Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you're listening to the Sweet Baby O Podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who is 11 and has autism. Still hard for me to believe he's already 11 years old, but here we are. And I just, every time I say 11, it's just incredible to me how big he is getting and how much he's grown in the last few months. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I try to focus on is is how to help him grow into an independent person. That gets me because he's still my baby. But I want to teach him skills. I want the world to teach him skills. I, you know, he's in therapy and with his school and, and his amazing teacher and family and friends in our church. We're all trying to help him grow in many different ways. So one of the things that we work on is his fine motor skills and his living skills, how to take care of himself daily. Mm. Again, that's one of those emotional things that I just kind of swallow really hard and breathe because there is so much to that. You know, when you think about something like brushing your hair, you don't just automatically have a comb or a brush. You know, as a baby, you know, your mom, dad, someone brushes your hair, combs your hair, braids your hair, washes your hair, any of those things, all of those things. But you don't just automatically have a comb or a brush. And so that is part of the process. Once you have a comb or a brush, then you have to go through where is this particular object? This is in the bathroom. This is in a drawer. This is on a shelf. This is in a particular place, in a cup, in the organization of something. That is part of the journey, part of the learning experience is where we get the things, the items that we need to take care of ourselves. So not only do we have to teach Owen to brush his hair, to brush his teeth, to wash his body, to take care of his clothes, to find his clothes, all of those moments, but we have to step one, two, three into it. We have to go through all of the steps. It's not something that just comes to us, even though as a child, you know, we, we see our hair being brushed and then we gradually get to that. Our mom, our dad, our caretaker puts that item in our hands and we brush our hair. We comb our hair. Hmm. Owen's not like really caring about brushing his hair or wanting his hair brushed or 
you know, making sure that it's too short, too long, out of his eyes, you know, all all of those things that are something that we may look at and say, okay, my hair is way too long, I'm going to get a haircut, or I really need to brush my hair today, or I need to pull it back, or I want to wear a hat, or I don't want to wear a hat to cover my hair, and so many other things. You know, do I color my hair? Is my hair, do I shave it off? Do I have a bald head? Do I always want to wear a cap? What is my style? What is my look? These aren't things that Owen necessarily projects as something he's thought about. He might think about those in some ways, or if he watches a video that talks about something like that, or until he sees me with my hair back, my glasses on the top of my head that disrupt my hair, or me in a hat, any of those things that change my appearance, my hair, the way I look in that moment, have caused meltdowns over the years. Thankfully, I can now take my glasses off. I can wear my hair back most of the time without him on the ground or screaming at me or trying to find my glasses to put them back on my head. That was years of emotions for both of us because when your child is standing there in front of you yelling at you because you took your glasses off to avoid the rain or to get a smudge off of them or something that you just needed your glasses off. That caused, and again, this is my baby, and he would scream and cry and throw himself on the ground and throw himself at me or bite me or pull my hair, all because I took my glasses off or tried to wear a hat or pulled my hair just out of my face, just out of my face, or would take my glasses off because of the rain. These were all moments that just sent him into meltdowns. So when we talk about something like brushing hair, combing hair, straightening hair, any of those, you know, where you're changing an appearance, even momentarily, because when you walk outside and then you have rain, you have wind, you have all of the elements that are outside or even inside. You could be baking a cake and put the beaters in the, the cake mix and it goes flying and your hair is now got cake on it. Any of those are things that change your appearance. And this is a big deal to my son, but he doesn't necessarily look into the mirror and see himself. He's getting there. He's getting there. But for a long time, he didn't want to look at a picture of himself. He didn't want to hear you know, his voice. He didn't want to hear other people that he knows voice or see them in videos or see them live in chats or any of those things. And it's an appearance thing. It's a visual thing. It's a stimulation. It's sensory. There's probably a thousand other things that I'm not even thinking of or aware of or know about that causes him to reflect on that moment, process it, good or bad or meltdown worthy. And again, there's probably more options to that 
and I'm probably not even describing it correctly, but I'm describing it from the heart of the mama. That's my baby, and he is crying because of XYZ or something else. But trying to get him to actually put a comb, put a brush in his hand, and then brushing his hair is not where we're at with him being 11 years old. He doesn't understand the concept or can't hold or won't hold, doesn't want to hold. Any of those options are true, depending on the moment. But to brush his hair isn't something that he really thinks about. Brushing his teeth, we're, we've progressed amazingly with that. He is really into brushing his teeth most of the time. Again, that's still one of the things that like he would have to go to the bathroom, get the toothbrush out of the toothbrush holder, put water on it, put toothpaste on it, brush his teeth, then rinse the toothbrush off, put the toothbrush back, at some point rinse his mouth and spit, then make sure there's no toothpaste on his face, then dry his face, dry his hands, wash his hands off if there's stuff still on it. None of those steps, the extra steps, are things that he has processed, accomplished on his own or done without some type of step-by-step from me or someone else if for brushing hair or learning a, a, a learning a life skill someone there's lots of our I'm very thankful for our big big group big team that support Owen his teacher his support staff the therapists the doctors all of the people our church friends everybody so I every time I say it's me it's it's like the the big team of us there's there's so many of us that are even just supporting me by helping me through the process or you know just being on this journey with us everybody is part of our team But, so, in those moments when we have to brush hair, comb hair, wash our hair, washing hair is not, again, something that he can process. There's so much to washing your hair, washing your body. And he, when he gets out of the tub... He's getting to the point where he understands we have to dry off, but he doesn't, like most kids, he doesn't want to dry off completely. But he does put his towel up most of the time for me now, but he doesn't ever want to stand still in the bathroom. This, again, is one of those skills that you can't jump, you can't run in the bathroom or even in the house when you're wet or around something. It, I'm, I'm thankful that he started swimming lessons because one of the things that um, the instructor started off with was walking feet. And that is so amazing because he actually now references that. He talks about 
walking feet and going with this. And yay, that has helped already in this life skill of bathing. So these are the things that I think, I overthink, I rethink, and then start all over back through the process again. A life skill of brushing hair is a lot. Same with brushing teeth, washing your body, washing the towel that you need to be able to dry off, or even finding where the towel is in your house to be able to take a bath to dry off. That is all part of the steps that he has to process. Now, you know, he's a kid, so how much do you expect him to know about buying that supplies or wanting a clean towel every, you know, time or every few times with a, you know, toothbrush or whatever, whatever the scenario is for those particular tasks. He's the kid, but I have to realize that something that I may be able to, me, myself, grasp in a couple of times or a hundred times may take him a thousand times or every single day for me to show him how to do something or a month, two months, a year to get through the process. So at 11, no, I don't expect him to necessarily know how to buy a toothbrush or buy a comb, but that has got to be something that we work on because the process could take us a while to get there. I want him to be able to live independently or live independently with support. So yes, you know, he, I, I, I have faith in him and I tell him all the time that he can accomplish anything if he sets his mind to it. And Autism is as much about how I handle it as it is about Owen having it. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'll say that again. I put a lot of pressure on myself because I'm worried, and that's probably the best word for it. I'm worried about 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road. I want to make sure that I am giving him every opportunity to be independent as much as he can be independent. And he has gone so far. So putting that pressure on myself helps him. But I also have to give myself kindness and grace. Must give myself kindness and grace. That is one of the things that as much as I'm teaching him those life skills and everything else that I'm trying to teach him and everyone else is helping us, you know, learning those skills, I must give myself that kindness and grace. And so that is something I have to constantly be aware of and be in the moment with because We can't always get it right. You know, I can't always remember that I'm supposed to 
in a hurry be teaching him how to brush his teeth, how to comb his hair, how to make sure his shirt is incorrect, uh, in the correct way and not inside out or on the correct way, I guess it is. But each one of those moments, I have to say, okay, Lynn, you know, today is not the day for complete perfection. Today is the day to learn, love, grow, not necessarily in that order. And that's the thing we all have to remember is we have to give ourselves kindness and grace. We have to be able to say, you know, it's going to be okay. Take a breath today. So we don't learn how to brush our hair today, or we don't learn how to do whatever the moment is in time. (sighs) Breathe. The other day, I was standing there, and I took my glasses off. I put them on my head, and he didn't scream at me. He didn't even look at me twice. He didn't get upset. And that's been going on for six months, a year, I don't know, all the days blend together. And he hasn't been upset. Occasionally, he'll ask me about my glasses. He'll tell me to put them on or that I don't have them on. But he hasn't had a full meltdown over my glasses. And maybe I've forgotten a time or two, but I can't remember in in how long. Six months, a year? and And so... Maybe I've blocked out some of those times and it was due to something else, but it's okay. And that is part of this process is me learning to breathe, me learning to push through those moments that I associate with meltdowns or those times where he gets upset about every little thing that he does, I do, the road we're on, the screaming, making sure that I haven't gone past something before something, right, left, all of the words that he continues to say when I'm trying to process something that we are doing or I'm doing or he's doing. Kindness and grace. And I encourage all of you to reflect on that for yourself You may not be around a child that has autism. You may have, you know, never been around a child with autism. And that's, that's why I share our journey. That's part of it is so that everyone knows they're not alone. But we all have a story. I share about autism, but as much as I share about autism, I could be talking about the fact that I have Hashimoto's, which is the thyroid. I have arthritis. I have hemihypertrophy. I have all of these things. And hemihypertrophy means my right side is larger than my left side. And there's several other things that are associated with it. But we all have a story. We all have something that tells our story, how we got to that moment in time. Kindness and grace is what we give so many other people. But sometimes, a lot of times, it's harder for us to give that to ourselves. And so as, I, as I'm on this journey with Owen, with Owen, I think about this and I think about how much 
I put pressure on myself to perform daily, to have that smile, to have that happiness, to have that attitude. When there are days that I am completely sad, I'm completely upset about something, I'm completely torn apart because XYZ happened, whatever it is, we all have our moments. And that gets compounded sometimes by someone else's story that is in our life. And so here I am sharing our journey with autism. But that doesn't mean that the things that I go through every day aren't any more important than Owen's or less or in between. So as a person with a family, friends, your, you know, coworkers, church, whatever you are out there, This is where you have to take the time for you. You have to say, okay, breathe, breathe, breathe. (sighs) Take the pressure off yourself for one day and allow yourself to just breathe. It's hard. It's a hard thing. And when you have a little human screaming at you, (laughs) it's even harder some days. (laughs) But that's the thing is we have to remember to be kind to our own hearts. So I look at Owen and now he's 11. He's brushing his teeth. We're going to get how to put the toothpaste on the toothbrush one of these days. We're going to figure out that we can brush our hair. He's going to figure out eventually where the towel comes from, where the stuff comes from, not to run how to fill up the bathtub himself, all of those moments will come. I know, I believe in him. I believe completely in him and I completely believe in the team that him and I are building and have and the two of us. So that's the story. That's where we have to continue to grow and say, okay, at 11, This boy has moved mountains to climb and grow as much as he has. Oh, I thank God every day for where he has come and where he is going. Because this is the little boy that the doctors told me might not talk, probably won't talk. But I kept telling Owen, kept telling myself, you will find a way to talk. I kept telling them, move it around in your brain. Your brain is amazing. It can find a way for you to communicate, for you to talk to me. We went through diet change. We went through supplements. We went through all of that, everything. And it helped. And it is a miracle. He's amazing and he's my boy. He's doing the stuff. He's growing. He's learning. I'm thankful for everything that was put in our path to get him to where he is. And he is just going to continue to soar. The words, the connections, the communication that he is now able to do just continues to grow. The, the way he 
answers questions now and is starting to, you know, interject the things that he wants. He asks for stuff, stuff, books. He wants books all the time. And that makes me so happy. He wants a trumpet. I haven't gotten him a trumpet yet. Got to get on that. I got to figure that one out. He's got guitar, he's got ukulele and harmonica and drums and all kinds of things. So a trumpet isn't far from our reach, but he keeps asking for a trumpet. So I have to figure that one out. Um, but, you know, he, he asks for things. And that just makes my heart explode with, with love, just, gratitude, thankfulness, the the miracle that he has become with all of these moments in time, just continuing to build up and just getting stronger every day. So that's the miracle. That's this this thing that, you know, a skill like that we've worked on is his fine motor skills, his hands, you know, being able to hold a utensil, uh, to be able to paint or to write. And that's a, a, a daily thing for us that we're constantly trying to figure out how to entice him to want to use his hands for writing and painting and utensils and all of those little detailed things. And it's, when I look at it, it's like, is it that he doesn't want to do the skill? He can't do the skill? We haven't given him the thing that he wants to do most? Or is it because of a hundred other reasons? But he's doing it. He's learning. He's figuring it out. And, you know, you want to give your child the world, but you also want the child, my son, my beautiful, amazing son, to choose the things, the life he wants. And that is the goal of the independent life. That is the goal of teaching him those things, those life skills that will give him the independence he wants, what he wants. So I'm thankful for this journey. I'm thankful for the things that we have been doing together. We paint together to work on his fine motor skills, and I share our journey um, both with uh, this, you know, story, the, our story in the written word. I've been writing um, for over 10 years now, and then I started writing about autism um, a little bit later after Owen was diagnosed, and so I've been sharing that and um, our painting. And so you can um, see our journey uh, at our website, which is sweetbabyo.com. You can find us on Facebook, Sweet Baby O, and our design page, which shares our artwork, which is Sweet Baby O Designs. And you can also find us on YouTube now, which is Sweet Baby O. And all of that, again, is on my website, uh, sweetbabyo.com. Now, at the beginning of the show, and you'll hear the end of it here in just a minute at the end, is the song Down This Road. It was written for our journey by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't 
rise. And so I truly appreciate each and every one of you being on the journey with us. And thank you for listening and and being part of our daily lives. I want you to have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Toodles. Life ain't always what we thought it would be. Sometimes heavy is the load. I won't give up on you. Don't give up on me. Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road Understand, I understand You don't understand the way I am When you cry And I don't know why I'll make you smile When you cry Where this road will lead Nobody knows Just come with me And let's see just how far it Take my hand, take my little hand, walk with me, and if you can, understand, I didn't plan for this road I'm on, but here I stand. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road Take my hand